Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler. Welcome to the Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Your only companion on the streets of Bengaluru. Bengaluru Local News. For today, the 22nd of August, let's begin with updates from the city. Karnataka's Deputy CMD Keshav Kumar announced an all-party meeting on August 23rd to address Kaveri water disputes. The meeting, attended by senior parliament members, aims to resolve the long-standing issue between Karnataka and Tamil Nadu. Shivkumar also plans to appeal to the Kaveri Water Management Authority to reconsider their decision of allocating 10,000 cusecs of water to Tamil Nadu, given the state's water shortage. In other headlines, Karnataka's Law and Parliamentary Affairs Minister H.K. Patil revealed plans to establish 118 new Indira canteens across the state in addition to upgrading the existing 197 canteens. The government aims to offer quality local cuisine and has directed officials to formulate detailed project reports for 88 new canteens within urban local body limits. The initiative, endorsed by CM Siddharamaya, will see shared funding for Bengaluru and government support for canteens outside the city. In some more news, Namma Metro restricted the sale of contactless smart cards, as announced by the Bangalore Metro Rail Corporation Limited. The decision was aimed at promoting the National Common Mobility Card, NCMC, available at all metro stations. In a statement, BMRCL said, Namma Metro took steps to phase out its closed-loop smart cards to alleviate the burden of having separate cards for travel and shopping. Up next, around a thousand lifeless fish were discovered floating in Chikanagamangla Lake Electronic City, marking a significant fish kill event. Suspicions arose among residents over tainted water originating from a nearby waste processing facility. The BBMP, however, has denied these allegations. Locals assert that the plant's improper treatment of leachate, discharged just 300 meters from the lake, could be responsible. Despite alerts to authorities, including the KSPCB and BBMP, little action was taken. Now on to other news. The Karnataka State Road Transport Corporation has clinched the 2023 Asia's Best Brand Employer Award in the Organization with Best Innovative HR Practices category. The accolade presented by the World Sustainability Congress was received by Manjula Nayak, Chief Accounts Officer and T.S. Lata, Chief Public Relations Officer at a Singapore event. Moving on, experts and policy advisors will convene on August 23rd to address the barriers hindering India's ambitious air pollution reduction plan. The 5th India Clean Air Summit in Bengaluru will explore the interface between the nation's sustainable development goals and clean air quality. The event will feature discussions by Niti Aayog member VK Saraswat, WHO Director Dr. Maria Neera and Pollution Control Board representatives among others. Meanwhile, Nightingale's Medical Trust, along with Via Vikas and St. Joseph's University, organized a senior citizen's job fair recently, resuming their annual event suspended due to the pandemic. Over 652 seniors attended, with companies offering 395 positions in fields like administration, cashier roles and management. According to S. Prem Kumar Raja, co-founder of Nightingale's Medical Trust, India's 138 million seniors, largely lacking pension schemes, find post-retirement engagement crucial for well-being. On a different note, Bengaluru's medtech startups are crafting portable kits for immediate precise results in tests that traditionally take hours. Point-of-care testing, shifting from labs to patients, is emerging, and the city is a focal point for such innovations. These products, akin to self-testing glucometers or true NAT-like portable devices, target thyroid electrolyte levels and infectious diseases. 
The city houses nearly 20 startups and traditional firms in POC testing development with products launching next year. National News Moving on to the national news. The Congress Working Committee reshuffle that took place recently aimed to address social engineering, 2024 elections and assembly polls challenges in states like Rajasthan and Madhya Pradesh. The appointments also underscore leadership and unity for upcoming elections. Sachin Pilot's inclusion in the CWC is seen as a reassurance to the party's Rajasthan unit, while Kamaleshwar Patel's addition from Madhya Pradesh conveys strength to the state's cadres, according to party sources. Meanwhile, the imposition of a 40% export duty on onions by the central government will harm farmers, according to Nationalist Congress party leader Sharad Pawar. He stated that this move will lower onion prices in the domestic market, impacting farmers' income. Protests were held by growers and traders in Maharashtra against this decision. The duties' effects were echoed by farmers and traders at major onion markets, foreseeing a decline in retail prices. In more news, Kerala CM Pinarai Vijayan launched the 2,400 crore rupees Kerala Solid Waste Management Project. The tech-driven initiative aims to achieve self-sufficiency in garbage collection and treatment across the state's 93 urban areas by March of next year. With 90% urban population projected by 2035, Vijayan stated that this challenge will be turned into an opportunity. The project's inception followed a fire incident at Kochi's waste treatment plant, highlighting the need for sustainable waste management. Shifting our focus ahead of the lunar landing, the Indian Space Research Organization unveiled images of the Vikram lander surveying the landing site captured by the Lander Hazard Detection and Avoidance Camera LHDAC. The camera assists in locating safe landing spots devoid of obstacles. Chandrayaan-3 is scheduled to touch down on the Moon's South Pole around 6.04 p.m. IST on August 23rd. The mission successfully executed its final de-boosting operation on the morning of August 20th. In a general weather update for the country, according to the India Meteorological Department, Delhi might experience slight rainfall, accompanied by elevated humidity causing discomfort for residents. Safdarjung Observatory, the main weather station, noted a minimum temperature of 28.4 degrees Celsius above the norm. The maximum temperature is predicted at 37 degrees Celsius. Light rain could persist without significant temperature impact. Despite above-normal rainfall in the past four months, August has seen an 85% deficit from its regular precipitation. International news. Turning our attention to international news, a magnitude 5.1 earthquake struck Southern California during Hurricane Hillary. Ojai between Santa Barbara and Ventura was the epicenter along the Cesar Fault, with no immediate damage reported, according to Ventura County Sheriff's social media post. The rare combo of a hurricane and earthquake led to hashtag Hurryquake trending. President Joe Biden issued a statement and acted swiftly, deploying FEMA and Coast Guard resources. In ongoing news, Pope Francis expressed optimism recently in a speech at the Vatican for a peaceful resolution to Niger's crisis after a military coup. He voiced concern and appealed for peace and stability in the Sahel region, urging swift international action he emphasized the well-being of all. Despite talks between the military regime and ECOWAS yielding limited progress, the situation remains tense. In a recent development, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un oversaw critical cruise missile tests from a Navy ship, while the US and South Korea began their joint military drills. Kim vowed to enhance naval power and spiritual strength. 
the US, South Korea and Japan's leaders agreed on security and economic ties expansion. North Korea responding to the joint drills conducted over 100 weapons tests. In some other news, China's central bank lowered a key interest rate to counter the economic slowdown post-COVID. Amid labor market uncertainty and global sluggishness reducing Chinese goods demand, financial distress in real estate adds growth obstacles. The one-year loan prime rate dropped to 3.45%, aiming to encourage loans and boost economic activity, while the five-year LPR remained at 4.2%. Business news. Let's now look at some business stories. HDFC Capital's Rs 1,000 crore partnership with Emerald Haven Realty, TVS Emerald, for plotted developments is nearing three land transactions covering 45 acres in Chennai and Bengaluru. These parcels in emerging residential areas will form the foundational assets for the platform, targeting plotted and low-rise development in South India. The recently established collaboration intends to develop 250 acres, yielding over 5 million square feet of properties. In more business news, Geo Financial Services debuted with a market cap of Rs 1.66 lakh crores, becoming the second largest listed NBFC after Bajaj Finance, which held a market cap of Rs 4.15 lakh crores. Despite expectations of a higher listing value, JFS still outpaces giants like Indusind Bank, Britannia and Tech Mahindra. The firm's business model is under scrutiny, focusing on asset management and merchant loans. Next up, in some tech news, Elon Musk's ex formerly Twitter account boasts 153-plus million followers, yet most are inactive, inflating his count by millions, according to several reports. Around 42% have zero followers, with just an average of 187 followers per account. Only 0.3% subscribe to X Premium, and 72% have less than 10 followers. Moving on, chipmaker Intel is shedding 140 more employees to cut costs, with 89 from the Folsom R&D campus and 51 in San Jose, California. These layoffs' effective month-end target roles such as GPU and system software development engineers, cloud software engineers and more. Amid a challenging economic environment, Intel is implementing workforce reductions to navigate costs. In market news for August 22nd, the Sensex gained 367.66 points, a 0.57% increase, reaching 65,316.32. The Nifty rose by 106.20 points, a 0.55% rise to 19,416.40. Among stocks, 1,910 advanced, 1,350 declined and 134 remained unchanged. The Indian rupee weakened due to rising crude oil prices and foreign investors selling, though the US dollar's weakened state and positive domestic market conditions provided some support against the decline. Entertainment news. Over to news from the entertainment world. After a standout debut in color, Babel Khan returns to Netflix in Friday Night Plan, a slice of life film directed by Vatsal Neel Kantan. The trailer reveals Babel as a school student bonding with his brother, played by Amrit Jain, and attending a party. Juhi Chawla plays their mother. Produced by Excel Entertainment, the film showcases family moments and youthful adventures. Friday Night Plan will release on September 1st. In news from Hollywood, actor Charlize Theron recently dispelled rumors of facelifts and plastic surgery, embracing graceful aging. The Hollywood star rejected baseless speculations and challenged the idea of men aging better than women. In an Allure interview, she confronted the notion of her changing face, asserting her contentment with natural transformations. 
Theron said she intends to stay true to herself and resist physical transformations for future film roles. Meanwhile, in some news from regional cinema, Tamil actor Kevin joyfully marked his wedding celebration with longtime girlfriend Monica David, sharing the ceremony photos on Instagram. Kevin, famed for movies like Lift and Natpuna and Nanun Teriyuma, revealed the traditional outfits donned by the couple at their Chennai wedding. Monica wore a charming olive green golden sari, complemented by golden jewelry. Spooler Sports. In sports news, BCCI's chief selector Ajit Agarkar unveiled the 17-member Indian squad for the forthcoming 2023 Asia Cup in Delhi. Inclusions feature KL Rahul and Shreyas Iyer. Tilak Verma secured an ODI debut after an impressive West Indies tour. The pace attack sees Jasprit Bumrah's return after over a year of injury, joined by Mohammad Shami and Mohammad Siraj. Rahul and Iyer's fitness was proven through match simulation exercises following their recovery at the National Cricket Academy, Bengaluru. In more sports updates, Spain clinched their first FIFA Women's World Cup in a gripping battle against England, with Olga Carmona's goal securing a 1-0 win. This historic triumph made Spain the sole team to concurrently hold the Under-17, Under-20 and Senior World titles. Joining Germany, they are the only nation with men's and women's World Cups. Wrapping up sports news, seven-seeded Coco Goff made history by becoming the Western and Southern Open's first teenage champion in over 50 years. Goff's 6-3-6-4 win over Karolina Mukova earned her the Masters 1000 title. Celebrating her victory, the 19-year-old American tossed her racket and joyfully jumped after a one-hour, 56-minute match in nearly 90 degrees temperatures. Bengaluru Buzz Switching gears to local events, there are many events ongoing and upcoming in Bengaluru this week. Get ready to witness an extraordinary musical evening with the Sanj Sawani Hindustani and Semi-Classical Concert featuring Vidushi Srimati Sawani Shende Satai, performing live at the MLR Convention Centre JP Nagar on the 26th of August at 5.30pm. Catch ace funny man Gaurav Gupta as he returns to the city with his latest stand-up special performing live at Dr. B.R. Ambedkar Bhavan Vasanagar on the 27th of August at 7.30pm. Join a beginner's belly dance class with an exclusive workshop conducted by the city's experts happening at the Dhuri Academy of Arts, Domlur on the 26th of August at 6pm. Interested in a unique art workshop? Here's something for you. Join an exclusive quirky art workshop and enjoy a relaxing art session conducted by ace artist Nimisha Beria, happening at the Verde Canvas Art Gallery, KR Puram, on the 27th of August at 11am. You can also catch the insanely talented Puneet Panya as he headlines his latest stand-up special, Gainfully Employed, performing live at the Iron Hill, Martahali Sarjapur Outer Ring Road on the 27th of August at 5pm. Bengaluru weather. And finally, the weather in Bengaluru. On August 22nd, expect partially cloudy weather in Bengaluru. Temperatures will rise to a warm 31 degrees Celsius and drop to a pleasant 20 degrees Celsius minimum. The heat index could reach 36 degrees Celsius due to the combination of temperature and humidity. Note that direct sunlight exposure might increase the impact and elevate the heat index up to 8 degrees Celsius above regular August highs. That's all for now on the Bengaluru Commute Podcast for today. I'm Anupama. If you enjoyed this episode, please do follow the Bengaluru Commute Podcast on your favorite podcast and player and leave a rating and a review as well. It helps other listeners to discover the show and we would just really appreciate it. 
Even better, if you know someone who would enjoy the podcast, share it with them. Make your commute truly extraordinary. The Bengaluru Commute podcast skill is now available on Alexa. All you have to do is to download the skill from your Alexa app and look for the Bengaluru Commute podcast. The Bengaluru Commute podcast. Powered by Spooler.